Hey, it's us, Amanda and Megan. Glad you're here. Grab your juice box. Let's dive right in. Okay. Hi. Here we are. Very good. Happy to see you. Mm-hmm. Great to see you too. I have my cute little baby hands here. It is my birthday weekend, so I was treated by you with these <laughs> darling baby hands that I've put in prayer position to help us get through this episode. We need it. Well, <laughs> it, we actually didn't do any work. Everyone else did all the work, but here we are. It's true. It's true. Here we are in a room surrounded by Girl Scout cookies, which oh. we have been so good about not touching for the last two weeks mm-hmm. until today. I mean, they're behind us. We've got hundreds of boxes behind us, and we literally just barely opened one for the yeah. first time. I'm impressed. Toffee-tastic. 10 out of 10. Who Always knew? so good. Who knew they were I, good? I did. I didn't. I did. <laughs> I actually doubted you. They're so you good. and the Girl I Scouts, them. I doubted you. I love those toffee tasks. They are quite tasty. So did you sell any tonight at your cookie booth? We did. Yeah. There were a hmm. number of people who bought toffee tastics. Really? And Thin Mints. It's like all people want. Toffee tastics and Thin Mints. Oh, really? Yeah. Thin Mints still continues to be the number one selling cookie? Uh, by far. Interesting. By far. In fact, we had one woman walk up to us with a sweet face, sweet old woman. She looked like she was just going to buy a box or two. And she's like, I would like two cases of Thin Mints. So that's 24 boxes. That's 24 boxes of Thin Mints. And did you look at her and say, you should branch out. There's a lot of good <laughs> other good ones. But should she? It's yes. proven year after year that it is worth I get one, one of seller. every single box. And I, like, well, this, this year I did because I practice self-control, but... <laughs> Like, they're all good. No, Is there not. one that you don't like? Yeah, the trefoils. I know you like the trefoils. What are those? Are those the better ones? Just, no, it's just like a... Oh, the butter cookies. Like a generic oh, I butter love those. Cookie. I know so you butter. do. They're so good. Ugh. Okay, so you so, don't like those. No, they're so plain. Okay, okay. Respect. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. Are you even a Girl Scout troop leader? Oh, you're not No, I'm not, actually. Thanks oh, for asking. Oh, Mike Stars. Congratulations. Do you know what my daughter said tonight? What? I don't think I want to do Girl Scouts next year. Oh. And I... Felt a sense of relief yeah. wash over me. Did a little cartwheel inside? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, will I miss it? Maybe a little bit. What? But I no, I won't. You won't miss it. No, you won't. because I'm not doing it this year, and I do not miss it. I feel zero <laughs> regret not doing it. Anyways, we'll okay. see what happens. That's what you were doing. Yeah. What about you? Do you have an update? Um. No. No. I mean, I was Megan. I just had like the sweetest afternoon. One of my kids uh, went to a play date, and so I took my other kids to the mall <laughs> you know where i go yes where you frequent where Me people recognize you my old lady friend julie <laughs> <laughs> anyways yeah so we went there because we had to get a birthday present for my dad and we stopped at the playground as we do mm-hmm. and i was just sitting there watching all these kids going you know if you want to like have your faith in humanity restored just go find like a playground don't be a creep and like not take a kid take a kid with you and go to the <laughs> playground good clarification and like just watch what's happening because I just sat there watching all these kids going you guys don't have a care in the world you're running around having so much fun all these little boys at one point I I was laughing uncontrollably like an idiot because (laughs) there's just like there's this group of like six boys running around they're like six seven or eight I don't know they're probably eight actually they're all just running around crazy like chickens with their heads cut off and they just happened to stop right in front of me and (laughs) all, all of them stopped and this one kid just puts his hand over his mouth and is like choking. And I was like, oh, he's choking on his spit, right? That's what I thought was happening. And I was like, oh, he's just choking right in front of me. And all of his friends are huddled around him. Are you okay? Are you okay? And he, he finally clears his throat and he goes, oh, man. I just thought I was going to throw up. And then they just start sprinting again all <laughs> over. And all the kids are – and I was laughing so hard because I was like, man, being a kid's so weird. You're sprinting. Oh, one second. Got to puke. Oh, no, I'm good. I'm good. 
back off you go. It's like, what am I watching? It was kind of wish we could function yes, like that still. Like, I do. wait, hang on. Okay. Okay. And we're off. <laughs> it was just so cute. So anyway, so it was, yeah. So me and the three kids went to the mall and it was a good time. And yeah. then we came here and I'm so excited to talk about this episode, this topic, because I don't know why we haven't talked about it sooner. No. It's such an obvious topic. It's so fascinating. Okay. It is so fascinating. So. Should we tell them what the topic is? <laughs> no, let's not. No, I'm joking. <laughs> so we're talking about um, moms of multiples, which is really interesting because am I the only one that feels like it's kind of a taboo topic? What do you mean you feel like it's taboo? I feel like if you see someone with multiple kids, meaning like twins, triplets, quads, whatever. What is it if you have pentuplets? If you Quint, have five. Quint, quintuplets, quintuplets. Quintuplets. And then yeah. what if you have six? Sex tuplets. Sex tuplets. Okay. Beyond that, that's, we don't need to talk well, about Well, then that. there, don't, did you remember Octomom when she had Octomom? Okay. I remember that. Yep. I'm and guessing seven is septuplets. I think that, is that the, I don't actually want to know the most you can have. I don't think we should go down that avenue. I feel like I'd have some feelings. <laughs> okay. But, um, <laughs> but no, don't you feel like it's kind of taboo? Because if you see a mom with multiples, you always have a lot of questions. But then you, if you have class, <laughs> presumably you won't ask those questions right so that's what i mean it feels kind of taboo because everyone's like wow what an amazing family but you kind of feel like you can't ask those questions yeah. right yeah even though you really want to right so is that just me or do you feel that no way too? same yeah i think most of humanity feels that way okay we're naturally questioning people yeah curious we want to know curious cats yeah um so anyways so today we are actually interviewing three moms all who have multiples and like anyone who has kids, you are a hero, but can we all agree that moms of multiples are next level heroes? Yes. I mean, they're pretty modest. All the ones we talked to were like, yeah. ain't no thing, but mm, it's a thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah they're very humble, but yeah. we're going to give credit where credit's due. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really incredible. something to be proud of. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just because their natural cadence of their life is not like ours, mm -hmm. right? They know, they know how to get it done. So anyways, we wanted to interview three moms to know kind of the ins and outs of what it's like to be a mom of multiples, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So, you know, I know you like science, you like Google, so I did a little quick Google myself. Oh, I can't wait. I know, it felt good. Teach me something. Felt right. Just some quick facts about multiples as we get into these interviews. Mm -hmm. Did you know that three out of ten pregnancies... Three out of what? <laughs> Try that again. <laughs> oh, that would be scary. <laughs> three out of ten. I mean, like, it's 2023, anything's possible, but... That's true. Three out of 100 pregnancies are twins, mm. which is actually higher than I even thought. Hmm. Three out of 100. Yeah. Anyways, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, um, that makes sense. Twins on the mom's side increases your chance of twins significantly, which makes yeah. sense because as we talk about one of our interviews, it does not matter if you have twins on the father's side. Right. That does not affect your that, chances. That's not the determining nope. factor. Nope. And if you have questions about that, just ask Google because we're not going to take the time to tell you about that. Do you have twins on your side and any uh, of your family? Uh, yeah, I have twins on my dad's side. But, but not your mom's nope. side. Nope. Kay. Yep, yep. And like my um, my brother in law is a twin, mm -hmm. and they, they like everyone married twins. There's like a lot of twins in that family, and so everyone's like, "Well, for sure, we're gonna have twins." And no one did. And in hindsight, I'm like, "Why would you have twins? It's all like on the dad's <laughs> side." Like, anyways, you anyways, know, my grandma is a is a twin. Oh, really? My mom's mom is a twin. <gasps> Megan. So there was a little bit of oh, nervousness every time we went in. Oh my stars. 
dollars. I know, I know. So That's it's funny. it's there. It's somewhere buried deep in the jeans. Mm, your daughters. I know. Ooh, your Sorry, daughters girls. are so lucky. Sorry. <laughs> no, Megan is so great. It's it so is so great. great. It really is. These I moms really yeah. did open my eyes. I want too. multiples. After listening to all these interviews, I was like, oh man, that's it. So really cool. is such a unique experience. Anyway, okay, sorry. Well, so here's something interesting. Yeah. If you've had twins once, there's a really good chance that you will have another set of twins. Yeah. Once you once you kind of get those double eggs going, that's how they like to come down. Doubles they like to come down in pairs. <laughs> so you got to be careful. Holding hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go down this wonderful tube slide. <laughs> they call it the fallopian. This is not a science. That's too late. All these Girl Scout cookies in my bloodstream. Anyways, um, and if you are older than 35, mm-hmm. your chances of twins actually go up. Really? Yeah, because it is something like the older you get, the more Your body's like, uh-huh. get out of here. Yep. That's exactly right. Huh. So it is. I thought that was really interesting. That was really interesting. Now, we need to just, I have one little fact about triplets because we do, in fact, interview a triplet mom. Mm-hmm. Now, one in 10,000 pregnancies are triplets. So it is extremely rare. Yeah. And that is that is the type of privilege it is. It is a very mm-hmm. rare privilege. One in 10,000. Got wow. the jackpot there. Yeah. So anyways... Okay, well, because we don't have multiples ourselves, we did have to call in the professionals. In this episode, we have interviewed three incredible moms who, like we said, all have multiples and have had them for varying amounts of time. Some are brand new Mm -hmm. and others are what I consider veterans. So we are going to learn so, so much. Mm -hmm. Let's start with our newest mom of multiples, Chelsea. All right. So Chelsea is one of my favorite friends from Boston. And we have you here tonight to chat with us about being a mom of multiples and not just multiple children, multiples children that came at the same time. Twins. You have two darling twins. So we want to ask you some questions about what it's like to be a mother of multiples. And first of all, tell us um, maybe where you live and the ages and genders of your kiddos. Okay, perfect. Um, So I live in Arizona, Gilbert, Arizona, and um, I have four kids. I have, um, my oldest is a boy and he is almost seven. I have um, another boy who is four and then my twin girls who are 10 months old. Um, Yeah. So Darling. we're the two we're and two and rolling. How fun! Good yes. job planning that, Chelsea. Wow. You know, it did work out. Impressive. It did work out well that way. Yeah. Um, you planned wasn't that. planned quite. I mean, we planned for three, and then you know, got got four, which is great. Yeah. But I I was thrilled that we had the two and two. Yeah. And um, that's what I had. Like my family had two boys and two girls, and so did my husband. So oh. it it felt it felt like a good fit, you know. So yeah, yeah it's fun. Yeah, that's it's been, sweet. yeah, we love it. Okay, so you you don't have to answer this if you don't want to, but presumably you get <laughs> asked a lot, like twins. Was it IVF? Was it natural? Yeah. Is that a, an Our, overshare? Not an overshare at all. No, that um, it was it was natural. We hmm. um, and in a very big surprise, we had no idea the type of twins that. They are, they're fraternal twins. They're, it's called die-die twins. So, you know, they each had their own um, eggs, placentas. Um, and 
it was it was just a shock it was just very surprising that it happened especially after having you know two single babies um literally the last thing that I thought would happen um but uh after we found out that we were having twins I I knew that twins weren't in my family um but you just you just don't think it's gonna you know be you yeah and then it is. So. <laughs> Lucky you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so completely natural and uh, a, a surprise in that sense, yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, so you have the two boys and the two girls. And how did the boys feel when they found out they were getting not just one sister, but two? Well, let me do the math really fast. Let's see. Your, what's the age difference between your youngest boy and the girls? It was like almost a little over three, a little oh. over three years. Ooh, yeah. so you still got like a tall, you still got yeah. like a taller when twins go, whoa, yeah. Yeah. You were in there. What's that like? Yeah. I mean, that was, it is, it, it's, uh, we're, it's crazy. It's a <laughs> roller coaster. It's wild. And I think, you know, my oldest was kind of, you know, my youngest was so little. I don't really know that he was like, oh, like. I'm going to have, I'm going to be dethroned by two babies. And, you know, my oldest, I think was kind of maybe used to that because, you know, his little mm. brother had come and, um, but yeah, he, both of them were very excited, um, you know, about getting another sibling. Um, and they are, you know, since the babies have come, they have been so adoring of them. Yeah. Like they, love them they love them and that's been a huge gift because um yeah you know they're they're as helpful as you know kids their age can be um and it's you know of course had its challenges with you know juggling you know the kids needs and what the babies need and um but I'd say overall they were just like so excited to you know have sisters and then did really like to tell everyone that there were, that there were two babies. Like when I was pregnant, like there are two babies in there. <laughs> so, so I'm like, yes. No one ever had to like, wonder. <laughs> no, no. If they're with me, they knew. And you know, it did, it, I didn't thankfully get any of those like, Oh, are those twins? I could be actually, you know, they are, it is, it is twin, <laughs> twin pregnancy, but yeah. Um, but they, they've been awesome. They've been awesome. I feel, I feel lucky, but um yeah, they, they love them. They are good helpers yeah. and good big brothers. Yeah. Well, yeah. and how was your pregnancy? Yeah. Because I just saw it from, from Instagram or from a Marco Polo every now and then, but like, yeah. how was it? Oh my gosh. It was awful. <laughs> Like I, I, I literally, I, what's she going to say? I'm like, no. say, what, what was it? Uh, it was so, it was so hard. Like, yeah. I, I mean, every pregnancy is hard in its own way. Right. Um, and I, I think comparatively just, you know, because I can do that right now, like my pregnancy with the boys was fairly easy in the sense that, you know, like I wasn't that sick. I, I didn't really get sick at all with them, you know, and towards the end you, you have the uncomfortableness and like the body aches. Um, but right off the bat, with the twins, I was miserably sick, like so, so sick. And, um, and the discomfort came 
so much quicker. Mm, really? um, yeah. And, you know, I remember like talking to my doctor about this after, you know, finding out that it's twins and I'm like, okay, well that explains why I feel so terrible. Like it was so bad heartburn, like through the roof. Like, mm. I mean, I would like breathe and I'm like, well, can't do that. Cause it's <laughs> like, it, it it's, it's so, so bad. Um, and the whole time, you know, and, um, the end felt, it just, it just was so hard because your body hurts. And, you know, I'm like, I, I'm in my thirties and I had, you know, had two other kids and I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that could contribute to it, but just, just two babies moving around in there and yeah. they each, they each had their own placentas, their own sacs. So it was just like that much, you know, double amniotic fluid, like all these things mm. that just made it so uncomfortable and yeah I mean when they came I was I was so thrilled Mm. to not have that anymore and (laughs) um yeah (laughs) to have them out (laughs) to have them out yes um yeah yeah, it was it was brutal like I I don't think I could sugarcoat that um but you know, I'm happy. It was a healthy pregnancy. The babies are healthy Yeah, and you know, it's all worth it, but my goodness, um, like the women who have multiple sets of multiples or like, I, I don't, I don't know how they do it. I I mean, you just do it. right? Right. But my gosh, it was so hard. I had no idea. And I had no idea how it was gonna be but look we know it's harvard because look at how i can see you like looking for the word chelsea she's like looking up at this guy she's like i just like i can see it i can see it in her eyes and the perfect word is brutal struggle terrible awful (laughs) all those things truly like i mean yeah i remember sitting just literally i took baths yeah all the time Yeah. yeah And sometimes, you know, the insomnia hits that hit way earlier. I like watched all this, all the seasons of Emily in Paris, just like at two in the morning, you know, deep clean my house. Cause I literally, it's so uncomfortable. I could find comfort sitting in the bed or not, you know, it just, yeah. 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 Wild. Well, since pregnancy was, well, we know how pregnancy was for you. Yes. After you (laughs) had the babies and brought them home. Mm-hmm. Was that better or what? Tell us about those first days and weeks home and that adjustment. Yeah. So, um, there, so the recovery for me was a little bit challenging. That was harder. Mm. Um, for me, it was my first C-section, which I hadn't, um, you know, had before and, um, recovering from that was pretty hard for me. I actually had keep going. I got a big cough. Hold on. Keep going. Keep going. I had some complications, um, where like my incision actually opened Mm -hmm. after, after it and, you know, everything was okay. We got it taken care of, but that just kind of added another, you know, layer of, um, recovery on top of, and now I have, you know, these two infants at home, um, and trying to just like figure it out. Um, and the first night, all I heard from multiple parents, they were just like, okay, keep them on the same schedule. Like that, that is what you have to do. That is how you will survive. Mm-hmm. Feed them both at the same time, wake them both up at the same time. So, um, I feel like I, I tried to plan 
I had like changing stations and like, you know, one baby would wake up and my husband and I would tag team. He'd be the other one. And, you know, we'd change and we'd put him down. Like we, we tried to do this, but it, I mean, it's multiple times, you know, they're, they're newborn babies. So, you know, we're up feeding. Um, and it, it was just a lot. And just the sheer amount like of diapers, mm-hmm. I like, I should have counted because, you know, I, I could not even believe how many like Costco size boxes we were just like blowing through because wow. newborns are like, you know, how many diapers, like, I feel like there were sometimes changing diapers where I was like, I think I used three this time because they're like more stuff's coming or it's like, oh. just like how is this happening? Like what's going on? And there's two, but you know, like I, I feel like we just, we just tag teamed when we could and, um, yeah, woke them up at the same time, which also was kind of hard to do. Right. Yeah. Because, and I, I didn't really, I, I don't, I'm not a sleep es- expert by any means. So I'm like, well, shouldn't we like, let her, like if she's going to sleep, like, should we let like this one sleep? And then I'm like, well, then I'm probably going to be up in 20 minutes with, you know, like it just did it. Sure. It, it, it worked okay for us, but um, yeah, those first few days are kind of a blur, like, you know, coupling like with the recovery and then just figuring out how to manage two infants. And then, you know, yeah. we, they, kids were in summer like it was summer now yeah <laughs> I'm like everyone yeah it's a party <laughs> so, <laughs> so fun no we, we we did try to you know we put them in they did some like fun camps and stuff like my my boys but yeah it was just it was, it was kind of a blur but um yeah we 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 figured it out and we did have a lot of help like um my husband's family is nearby and you know my mom came out my sister came out so we we had support and we have like a great you know community of friends around us that were so helpful too so that made the transition feel doable mm-hmm. you know yeah. like I'm like okay like I can do this and I didn't feel like I had to like do it by myself yeah <laughs> because sure. that would have I don't I you I couldn't I can't do it by myself I can't yeah well, yeah. no one can and no one should. No. And I think yeah. that's kind of one of the blessings of like, you know, having and creating a village is that when when you need your village, they're there. And I think 100%. especially with multiples, yeah. you call on your village. Maybe and, the village next door too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But everyone's, exactly. everyone's happy to help because it's just such a privilege. It's such an honor yeah. and a privilege to be involved. So. Yeah, Chelsea, I really, I really felt that. Yeah, yeah. What, what were some, what are some of the, um, you know, the greatest blessings? What's the, what's the word? Like, what is one of your favorite parts of having multiples? Things that you're like, oh my gosh, this is so unique or so wonderful. Yeah, I okay. So I mean, they're still, they're still young. Yeah, but I, I love that they have each other. Like mm. that is just like, just just thinking about like them growing up and just being, you know, being friends and having like a buddy with them, like all the time. Like I, I love the thought of that. And I, I love that for them. Um, but now even seeing them just like interact together, is just the cutest thing I've ever seen. Like, I swear they have their own language. They like babble to each other, (laughs) you know, 
one will be like a little bit upset and the other will like be looking at her very you know empathetically as much as a 10 month old can you know just like kind of like they just like comfort and console each other um and are very aware of each other they laugh I just like it's it's the greatest and I will say I don't know that there's anything better than holding just two tiny babies like these two little newborns on you like it's just it's the best feeling and just you know that that newborn love that little like it's the best and then you get two and it's I just double the trouble it's double the goodness yes it's just like it's just this it's the sweetest so yeah I yeah it's that's been really fun to see and to experience so yeah Yes. Well, I mean, you're 10 months out. The girls are 10 months old. By the way, what are the twins' names? Can I know the twins' names? What are their names? Yes. Yeah. Um, Madison and Ivy. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Those are so cute. Okay. So cute. Maddie, Madison, Ivy. Um, do you feel like you've caught your stride now? It's been 10 months. How are you feeling now? Um, I'm kind of feeling like we're getting there, mm. you know? Um, I'm feeling like, you know, their schedules are a little bit more predictable, and um they're um yeah just sleeping a little bit more you know that's still something we're kind of figuring out but um yeah I kind of feel like okay I just I kind, of know, I kind of I kind of know what to expect um, do you want to go see daddy go show daddy your beard <laughs> go show daddy your beard yeah daddy, has, go you sweet little boy a chocolate or ring pop or something. I don't know. Oh, yes, yes, um, right. But yeah, they. I had the chocolate milk. Oh, chocolate milk. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> um, but yeah, he. I. I think. Um, I'm starting to feel like more comfortable just mm. because it's more predictable. Mm. Um, but the logistics are still hard for me. Mm-hmm. Like. Um, you know, taking four kids out is like, if we're going to the park or something that doesn't really worry me, but like, if we're going to like an activity, for instance, right? Like we go to like a museum or any of that. I'm like, how will this work Sure. to like keep everyone safe? And what if one baby freaks out? What if both baby freaks out? How do I, how do I do that? And that's what I don't. I haven't quite figured out yet and I feel like brave if I like you know my friends will be there and yeah. you know like they can help me yeah um but I still yeah I feel like the the past several months have been kind of me like slowly like easing back into sure. like myself and into like leaving my house yeah <laughs> still yeah. St- still it's still pretty minimal like you mean sure. take out the DoorDash Instacart all the things yeah. um but um yeah I still I feel I feel like I'm starting to feel more like myself and kind of just like get the hang of it you know what I mean mm-hmm. Kind, mm-hmm. kind of figure it out so yeah yeah, yeah. I have to ask, this is a random question. Have you ever worn both your babies on your body at one time besides being pregnant? You know, like an ergo on the front, ergo on the back. Have you ever done that? I haven't done that yet. Um, Well, I guess, I guess maybe I did it one time. I had, well, 
Well, there's a twin carrier. Like it's a twin. <gasps> oh my gosh! Carrier. What a time um, to be alive. Oh my yeah. gosh! Instacart and a twin carrier. <laughs> Instacart and a twin carrier. Um, except for it's kind of tricky to. I never got the hang of it. Like I think I did it once, and I needed my husband to help me put the other baby in. Like oh safely, yeah yeah. You know, like I could get one in, and then I'm like, okay, how how do I get the other one in? So. That I that hasn't happened yet. Okay. Um, but I, I'm not opposed to it. I feel like maybe when they're a little sturdier, then I could totally like wear one on the back. Oh no, no, I'm not you know encouraging I mean? you to. I just always, <laughs> no. I've just always seen moms with two, and I'm like, can you no. carry one on the front and the back? Like, how do you do I, that? Like, I'm curious. I've, I've seen twin moms do it. I have. I have Whoa. like seen like them traveling and. Um, yeah, that's what they do. They have, I'm actually like, a looking at the front I'm the looking back. at a twin carrier right now. I just wanted to see what it looked yeah. like. Look at this bad boy. This is like this is like the you know this is like yeah. Look at this. This is literally like the Whoa. Land Rover of Ergos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They just just have you know have their little their oh, little cubbies. What are How those? Fun. Pockets. Pockets. <laughs> Everyone in their own little pocket. <laughs> We're kangaroos now. Here we are. Everyone in their pouch. <laughs> oh, yes, that's, that's the word. My brain is also like gone. So. Well, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. That was crazy. Well, speaking of going out in public, yeah. what are some things that like has anyone ever said anything crazy to you? Or has anyone said anything they maybe shouldn't have mm. now that you have twins? Um or what I do you guess. not like hearing when someone says it yeah. to you? You're like, ooh, never again. No, maybe, maybe I've been lucky because it doesn't like it isn't. I'm not like one to easily be offended. Like I'm just like, oh, like that's kind of weird, but whatever. No, I that get, is actually you know, a beautiful trait that you have. <laughs> I just, I just, um, I get every time I go out with the twins, I get asked, "Are they twins?" Hmm. Um, and um, like you're wow, you have your hands full like that. I get that one a lot. Like you're, you are so busy. And I'm like, yeah, like you can tell by at least three out of four of my kids are probably crying. Maybe me sometimes too. <laughs> it just like depends on what's going on. So I'm like, you've observed well, this is great. Yes. Um, but, you are so observant. <laughs> yeah. But I'd say, I mean, almost every time I go out, I get asked, are they twins? Mm. And um, yeah, uh, often you know, oh, you're busy or, but, you know, most people are just really kind and interested and, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, seeing, seeing babies and it's, you know, I haven't had anyone like try to like, I don't know. I don't know. Be weird take about pictures. it. Yeah. Be like weird about yeah. it or anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thankfully. Um, but again, I, I don't get out that much. So <laughs> Huh? Well, yeah. home is your well, safe place that. maybe that's yeah. good there are crazy people out there yeah. Chelsea there are yes I I know it I know it and but yeah that's also um I just you know you all, I only have capacity for so much sometimes and just thinking about everything um you know just the stress of going out with two babies and then yeah you know we have yeah. people I don't know yeah yeah my house well, feels great yeah. I think you're doing I think you're doing a great job I think you're just okay. doing a stand-up job. I'm I'm really impressed. Very impressed. Oh, you guys are so nice. So nice. We're figuring it out. We're it's it's a process. Yes. Yeah. That's as, all anyone as it is. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, we need to be sensitive of yes. your time. The girls are presumably asleep. Uh, but you need to follow closely behind. 
Yes. In about yes, yes. this is how my brain works. I'm like, mm, in about nine hours, everyone will be waking up. That's not a lot of time. I better oh, get going. Time for bed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I do the the nightly countdown too. Yep. Like if I fall asleep by then. Yeah. And yeah. You'll get that oh, yeah. many hours. Okay. I'll get that many hours. Yeah. All right. Thanks, <laughs> Chelsea. Chelsea. You're welcome. Bye. Okay, bye. Okay. So before we introduce our next guest, Janny. We need to point out this very crazy coincidental connection that brings Chelsea and Janny together. Oh, yeah. Because we, um, Janny and I are friends from New York City. Mm -hmm. You and Chelsea, friends from Boston, right? Yeah. Okay, right? (laughs) You got to help me line up because it's kind of uncanny. So you and Chelsea are there in Boston. Me and Janny are in New York City. All four of us kind of split ways, Mm -hmm. correct? Mm -hmm. You and I end up here in Salt Lake City. Chelsea and Janny end up in Gilbert, Arizona. You and I are friends. Chelsea and Janny are friends. Yeah. Small How world. crazy is that? Very crazy. And they were able to kind of, Janny and Chelsea kind of tag team this twin business down yeah. in Arizona. So anyways, now let's hear from Janny. Okay. So I am just beyond tickled. I might start crying because... <laughs> I have one of my bestest friends with us tonight, and we have her with us because she is a mom of three boys, two of which are twins, and they are the most beautiful children you will ever see, and never have I been more impressed than I have when I saw Janny become a mom of twins because she went from like an amazing mom to like out of this world, no one compares mom. So we call Janny. Janny, this is serious. I know you're so humble. So many words being said right now. I'm a very eloquent wow. person. Thank I you. have a lot to say. <laughs> so we have Janny with us tonight because we kind of want you to tell us about your journey into the role as a mom of twins and what that is like. As people who don't understand, talk to the layman. What's yes, it like? Be, be the window. Show us, show us how you live. Okay. So we... I, I, I don't even want to say struggle with infertility because so many people's journey are, is so much more difficult than ours. Um, but we did need to go see an infertility specialist and they recommended that we do Clomid, which is a drug that essentially makes you over ovulate. And in the meeting with my amazing doctor, he said, you know, I need to let you know that there's a 10% chance of twins. And I was like, 10%, there's a 90% chance of not twins. Like, I'm totally fine with those odds. And so, you know, we went and did all the things, went for that first. Well, first of all, they do like a blood test. And they called me and they're like, your blood test is amazing. And I'm like, what does that mean? And they're like, we can't tell you. You have to talk to the doctor. Oh, my gosh. I've got a unicorn in here. (laughs) Yeah, really. And so James and I go to the doctor and Amanda, I don't remember, but you had Josh. I dropped him off at your house. We we went to the doctor and I kind of lean over to James and I'm like, I bet it's twins. And he's like, I bet 90% chance it's not. And so we go in there. Sure enough, there's two circles on the ultrasound. And you know those ultrasounds, you don't really know what you're seeing. And so I, to myself, I remember thinking, just let the doctor tell you what you're seeing. Don't yell at the doctor right now is that twins you know i'm just like sitting there like i see two what is happening and uh so then sure enough he's like well there's two Uh, (laughs) and then he tells us he's like 
what did he say? He's like, can you handle this? <laughs> and I look at him like, I'm like, the ship has already sailed, my friend. We, we better be able to handle it. And and my favorite, I think, out of this whole situation, which I should have realized that this would be James's response because he comes from a big family. He wants a big family. But his response to, you know, finding out that we have twins was, what an efficient way to have children. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like still in the stirrups. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> so, and, and then I came in shock and awe to your house. And I think I told you right then. She, I was I, like, we just found out we're having twins. And you just like held me as I shook. I think I, I, think I scream. I think I really did. Cause I remember her walking door and be like, it's twins. And I was like, what? it was so fun. It was so and fun. I, for you. I, okay, I probably shouldn't have said anything right in that moment, but I was just too overcome. Yeah. And so anyway, I had, I had a, actually a pretty remarkably good pregnancy considering that it's twins. Most of the time you have a lot of issues, but, um, while I was pregnant kind of towards the end, uh, you know, you're huge, you have two babies in there. And so they're like, they're moving insane amounts and you're exhausted. And I was chatting with my mom and I'm probably going to get teared up for this part, but, um, I was chatting with my mom and just kind of saying, mom, like, I've got this really big mountain ahead of me. I've got to birth these twins. I've got to figure out how to nurse them. And then I've got to figure out how to raise them. And she reminded me of a movie that we used to watch when we were young, Apollo 13. I don't know if you guys remember that one from the 90s. Mm -hmm. And it's based on a true story of the actual Apollo 13 mission that was planned to go to the moon. And then they had an explosion. And then the whole goal of the Houston NASA office was to bring the astronauts home alive. And so there's a portion of the movie where it shows all the guys in Houston and they're freaking out and listing off all of the problems that they have and that they need to overcome. <clears throat> and the flight director turns to them and says, I believe that this will be our finest hour. And my mom reminded me of that. And she said, I think this will be your finest hour. <laughs> and um, just thinking about the daunting task of having twins and having that mental mindset change to realize this is an opportunity to grow and to learn and become better. And it's going to be hard. <laughs> um, but if I can rise to the occasion, maybe it will be my finest hour. And so I, I took that to heart and I decorated the twins nursery with stars. So when I would be there late at night, all through the night, I'd see those stars and remember that it could be my finest hour. <laughs> now that I know that I, I am sitting here in awe because I, now I know like what motivates her because I do think, oh, see, I'm going to start getting emotional. I do think that, um, that moms, but people like Janny, but a lot of moms, there is no other option but to rise to the occasion and to make it your finest hour. And I really love that analogy because Janny has made it, has made it her finest hour. And it's been absolutely <laughs> privileged to kind. watch her. It's, it's, I, I saw something on Instagram that said, actually Chelsea sent it to me and, she, and it said, um, you know, when I found out I was going to have twins, I was like, I'm going to run a tight ship. 
And then the twins came and now the ship is on fire. <laughs> so I'm, I'm grateful that you, you feel like at least from your perspective, it looks good, but man, there's been some wild times. Yeah. So. Well, so tell us about some of those. What has, what were, um, some of the, uh, you know, hardest things or maybe unexpected things or, or times where you're like, oh, I am in over my head. Walk us through some of those moments for you. Um, well, yeah, so there's many. The other mothers of twins told me there will come a time when you have to choose which twin you're going to save. And my naive self just thought, you are a horrible mother, and I will never be in a situation like that. Well, it turns out that when you have twins, you are definitely in a situation where you have to choose the one you're going to save. <laughs> so they, they were pretty young, but mobile. And I was remembering, like, Teddy was mobile at, like, 10 months. Like, he was trying to walk at that point. And so I had Miles up on the changing table, and I was changing him. And Teddy had made his way over to the stairs. And at that point, we didn't have a gate. And so I saw him going in the stairs, and I, oh, you know, take two big steps over to the stairs. And then I realized, oh, I left Miles on the changing table, run back over to the, you know, some kind of stuff between a kid about to fall down the stairs and a kid about to fall off the changing table. And I realized I have to choose which one I'm going to save right now. And so I ran back to Miles grabbed him off the changing table, ran and grabbed Teddy. So luckily neither of them fell at that point. But there is a point with multiples where you have to choose the one you're going to save. So. <laughs> and it was still risky because, you know, no diaper was on miles. So that was just like a wild a water hose. <laughs> that was even more dangerous. Everyone's blinded by the, by the wet. <laughs> Very crazy. Oh, man. Okay. So what I else think- have you learned? Yeah, I think some other crazy elements of twins are, from what I understand, typically twins have to spend some time in the NICU when, you know, when they're first born. And okay. I, I was kind of braced for that and realized that that was going to be rough. But amazingly, they didn't. Like, everybody cleared us to go home. And I'm like, this is fantastic. So we went home, and my mom's there helping, and, Jane, you know, my husband was there. And I even said to my mom, I'm like, wow, mom, we're doing great. Like, I expected this to be way worse. And then I think maybe that same day, I came down with a uterine infection. And so I, James had to, like, carry me to the car in his arms and drive me to the ER. And as we're driving, I'm like, I'm never having children again. And he is like, we're not making this decision right now. (laughs) I I was re-hospitalized without my kids horrible because I was on the floor with all of the um all the new moms so I would hear their babies and my milk would let down and it was just horrible and I I think I even sent you a video from that time Amanda and it was like rock bottom I remember it was it was (laughs) not my finest hour and you know but we made it through modern medicine is amazing and then made it back home and we're feeling good and then we had a nurse come to the house to check on the boys and I'm not even really sure why that happened, but I guess I agreed to it. And it ended up being a huge blessing because they found out that Miles's oxygen was alarmingly low. And so they said, you need to take him to the pediatrician right now. And so I took him to the pediatrician and they said, you have to, we have to take your child in an ambulance to Boston children's immediately. 
<laughs> and so I I got in the ambulance with my five five day old child and went to the <laughs> ER and uh, back to the NICU for I think we was in the NICU for three days then out on the floor for another four days and during this time I was you know going back and forth because I had another baby at home that I needed to take care of and I had an older son at home but you're also so, her twins were born on Christmas Eve so oh, this yeah. is the week between oh, Christmas my, and yeah, New Year's Eve. I was just Eve. doing the math of the time span of yeah. this. So you give birth, you go home, you have the infection, you go home, your baby has to get taken to Boston Children's, and you're there for uh, how many? That was seven or eight. Or seven seven days, days, yeah. Yeah, and all during Christmas and New Year's. That was yeah. all what within like fourteen days total. That sounds yeah. It was a rough wow. start. It was it was a rough start for sure. Yeah. But the good news is, is when you start that low, you really have only up to go. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that was that was something difficult that I I kind of knew. But then when it happened, it was way worse than we anticipated. But Miles ended up getting the care that he needed, and you know he he's doing great now. And so that was a huge blessing. But so yeah, I. I I'm, I'm hesitant to like share all the war stories because you probably have listeners that have multiples or are pregnant with multiples and they're worried about what their future may hold. <laughs> so, um, they're, you know, we've had, we've had a lot of shenanigans, like we have their twin, their cribs next to each other. And so one would like reach through the crib and grab the binky of the other oh. and grab the lovey of the other. <laughs> so we have a lot of funny videos like that. And, um, we also, once they got a little bit older and more mobile and less excited about naps, they would, what we called Flintstone, their cribs. So they would pull back the mattress, stick their legs through the bottom of the crib, and then walk <laughs> around the room with the crib. <laughs> and they, and they kind of help each other get in, get into these shenanigans, you know. One gets out of the crib, then they'll go and help the other out of the crib. Or one will be the stool that the other uses <laughs> to climb up on top of things. And um, and then they kind of egg each other on to do stuff as well, which is kind of a funny twin thing. But they, um, I guess some pros about having twins yeah. are they, um, they're so, so sweet with each other. And I guess I should go back to that story of all of us going in and out of the hospital. I think, you know, everyone says that the day you get married is the happiest day of your life. And then the day you have your children are the happiest days of your life. The day I have my children is not the happiest day of my life. That's like horrible, horrible thing. But there is that moment of when they give you your baby. And it's, that is, you know, unbelievably wonderful. And so there was that moment of when all three of us made it back home from all the hospitals and I got to hold my two twins and it's just like all is right in the world. And just a quick side note, my, my cousin had twins and same story, you know, they were in and out of the NICU and she kept saying like, I don't feel that like I'm your mother and I'm going to love you forever feeling and I can't figure it out. And, you know, maybe it's just all the hormones. And then she said, as soon as she held both, that it just like was an overwhelming feeling of love. And mm -hmm. I was like bawling, like, yes, you have to have them both to feel it. So I think that's a special twin twin thing as well. So I think, you know, 
they have their own little built-in best friend. They will like run into school together. I don't even have to walk them in. You know, they just run off together. They'll go to different activities together. And they're always asking about each other. If one mm. wakes up, like, where's, where's Teddy? You know, where's my buddy? And sometimes I'll be playing. I'll be like, hey, guys, can I come play? And they're like, no. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so, um, you know, there's just, I think there's just like a lot of special things that having a, a twin sibling, most of us won't ever even understand, but it's really cool as their mother to get to witness it. So I think that's really sweet. You know, Jenny, I've, I've never asked you this and, and I'm actually curious as, as a mom of twins, when you sign them up for things, do you feel obligated to like sign them? Like, do they, do you feel like they have to do everything together or, cause I met a mom earlier this week and she said that her daughters, when they went to public, her twin daughters in public school, she opted to have them in different classes. And then she's like, and then we switched schools and we decided to put them in, back in the same class. Okay. So now that they're four and they're like starting to do activities, they play hockey, they do a lot of things. Do you feel like you have to always have them do the same activity or tell me how you do that? Yeah. So I was like, sorry, I'm sorry that you don't want to do ice skating, but you have to because your brother is doing ice skating. So I think at this point where they're still young enough and still learning, we are trying to have them be together, but there will come a time soon when we, when we can't have them together, which is fine. Okay. And, and I think that will allow them to kind of build their own personalities. And we've, mm. we've heard advice from other twin parents to do that, to separate. Oh, really? But there is something kind of funny, and I might need to end on this story, about uh, them being on the same team. And I think this is a twin issue that I didn't anticipate either. But, like, our first soccer game, Miles was killing it. I think he got, like, two goals. I was losing my mind. Like, yeah, Miles. And I realized, oh, my gosh, I have another son on the team. So I'm like, I see you, Teddy. You're hustling. Keep it up. <laughs> How do you celebrate one child without yeah. making the other child feel inadequate? Mm. And so, you know, it's like this interesting dynamic of trying to support everybody where they're at. Yeah. I love that. That's well, Janny, I don't even have multiples and still I'm like, oh my other children. Yes, I love you so much. Okay, well, we want to be sensitive of your time and we know you gotta go. Last question. For those of us that, you know, don't know. What are some things that people have said to you about twins, referencing twins? You're like, you know what? You shouldn't ask that. Stop asking that question. Have there been any questions or any comments that you're like, don't ask that again? I've heard, I've heard that people, so when you see twins, you automatically think IVF and you want to know okay, what okay. are those IVF twins okay. and I, that doesn't offend me. That's fine. Like, okay. I, but I've heard that that can be offensive to some people because okay. they're like, you don't need to know how these babies were made. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> but I'm fine to talk about it clearly as I'm talking about it <laughs> on your podcast. So, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so many comments about how my hands are full and especially like when everyone's losing their minds and yeah. instead of being like, Hey, can I help? They're just like, your hands are so Oh, <laughs> and you're like, yes, yes, they are. I have one kicking baby over this shoulder and the other kicking baby over that shoulder. So, you know, I don't know. But I, I imagine it's the same annoying comments that other people receive, even with singletons. So 
<laughs> yeah, but I feel like as a, as a mama multiple, it's just like, it was like a badge. Like, yeah. oh, I want more. Give me more. Right what do you got? Yeah. Yeah. Say it again. Yes. My hands back. are full, but not as full as my heart. So. <laughs> oh, we got to end there. Well, that's the end, you guys. That's, so that's the end of this episode. Okay. Well, I know you guys are interviewing Chelsea as well. And you just have to say, she was so sweet. I think she just found out she was twins. And we were at a, a, a gathering together. And she kind of came over to me in confidence and was like, I just found out I'm having twins. And I wish I could take back this moment, but I can't because it already <laughs> happened. And I was like, it's so hard. It's so terrible. It's going to be the worst. And she's like, when they were like three and I think next day I called Chelsea and I was like Chelsea I want you to know that today was amazing and I think there's a light at the end of the tunnel so I think you'll be okay and she's like okay thank you (laughs) so I've tried to apologize to her for that like the brutal honesty of the difficulties of twins but um anyway there is a light at the end of the tunnel when they get around three or four things things get way better so well, Janny, before I met you, before we had had any conversations, I was with Chelsea in early January, and she was telling me, we made this connection of the two of you, and she said, I will never forget when I told Janny that I was pregnant, and I appreciated her honesty. It was so good. She And she has said multiple times, it's Janny who has kept me sane, who has given it to me real, but also been such a comfort. So I oh, that's that's too kind. Probably a little bit too real. <laughs> I love it. We love the real. I know. All right. Well, it's time to go to bed. Goodbye and good night, our dear Janny. Thank you. Thank you. Mother of all the beautiful <laughs> boys. We will talk to you soon. Well, thanks for having me. You guys are awesome. Thanks. Talk to you later. Bye. See Bye. Ya. And our final guest is Kate. Kate reached out to us after seeing our Instagram call, and we are so glad she did. So let's get right into it. So you, um, I've been so excited for your interview, like all week. I don't know why, because it's just, you have such a beautiful family, and I feel like you have a very unique story, and we are so excited that you would take the time to sit down with us. So if you want to mind, please tell us, well, we know your name, but for our listeners, tell us your name. And tell us how many kids you have and the ages of all your kids. Okay, so my name is Kate Pettit, and I have triplet boys that their names are Weston, Thane, and Logan, and they are 12 and a half. Cute. They'll be 13 at the end of August. It's crazy. Um, and then um, twin girls, Catherine and Annadelle. We call her, well, she goes by Annie. Cute. And they twin girls, they're eight. Fun. So, yes. Fun. Well, Kate, I mean, would you feel comfortable kind of telling us your story? How did you how did you get here with all of these beautiful kids? Sure. Yeah, I did do fertility. Okay. So I often get asked, does it run in the family? I think mm. maybe the very first question you get asked when you um, have multiples. And <gasps> my husband is an identical twin. So really? I sometimes if I want like a really quick, like <laughs> I it's not it's kind of a lie, but. You but know, if you want I'll a quick like, out, well, my husband's a twin and they're like, oh, okay. And really it's carried through the maternal side. So yeah, that's, that's very funny. Even... You tell those people, you're like, you don't know anything. You just believe that you don't know anything. <laughs> if we're in a store and we have to be quick, I'll just you know make it quick. But um, I'm totally an open book. I 
um, so when I was trying to get pregnant, um, did all sorts of lots of different things back in the day. I mean, yes, I'm 37 now, so it was quite the ordeal I, mm. as it is now too, but IVF was very expensive and nothing was covered. And so mm. I started with Clomed and kind of worked my way up and, and for two years did fertility treatment. And my fourth round of IUIs took after 21 days. And I just really, I just wanted to be a mom. Yeah. However, that was going to happen. I was open to it. So we had talked about adoption and different things like that. And I was just really open to it, but I thought I'd give it my best effort, I guess, as far as treatment with fertility. I even stopped and tried Eastern medicine for about a month and a half mm -hmm. and tried that route. Nothing really worked. So um, I went back and I was at the University of Utah. So I went through their whole fertility clinic through them, but I um, found out I was pregnant, I want to say in January of 2010, okay. and just couldn't believe it. And really? then I, at six weeks, went in for an ultrasound. Since I was doing fertility, they um, did ultrasounds right off the bat after you got your blood work done. And that's the day I found out that I was going to be having triplets. And it was wild. My husband, because he's an identical twin just went ghost white and I just freaked out. Like I, I had never met triplets. I didn't know anybody with triplets. I, I was, I was in total shock, but excitement. Mm. And because my degree is in elementary education and I had a class at the time, I just kind of thought, well, here's my, my next chapter with my mm -hmm. new class. So, mm -hmm. um, and I was very blessed and fortunate to have an amazing, amazing doctor who, um, really carried me through as well as the Utah triplet mom group, which I discovered about nine weeks pregnant. And, um, those women were my angels. Mm. So yeah, at the time I didn't know anybody or any, anyone yeah. who had had triplets. So it was all new to me and they pretty much told me to throw away the books and <laughs> like, enjoy the ride. And this is kind of, the new way of doing motherhood with triplets. And so they took me by the hand and definitely led me down an amazing road that helped me get through it. So, and I had a team of angels through it all too, including my parents. They were amazing. So, and my husband, my husband was involved from the very beginning and had to be. So yeah. we were really lucky. I was able to carry them to 36 weeks and they were 512, oh. 56 and 410. Oh my gosh. So I know. So grateful. I'm six feet tall. They say that helps oh. because I had the space, but um, yeah, very, very blessed. So it all went really smoothly for me and they prepare you kind of for the worst with a large multiple pregnancy. Um, so I really was prepared for the NICU and an early, mm. an early birth and all of that. But it, I kind of actually was like doing jumping jacks at the end, trying yeah. to get them out. <laughs> and my doctor's like, I promise every day they're in you. It's two days less in the NICU. So we only oh. had one in the NICU for just a few days. So oh my we gosh. were really, that yeah. Incredible. Yes. That so they really were, is they were fraternal and, and yeah, they're very different. And then, um, at about 
three years old, we decided to start trying again and went straight to IVF. And then we were able to implant two embryo. They back, I don't know what they do now, but they test your embryo and ours tested very poor. And so they said that if we um, implanted two, that the likelihood of one taking would be less than 10%. So Mm. my advice is, Never pay attention to statistics because really (laughs) (laughs) just, you never know. And we ended up having two baby girls that we carry, Mm. I carried to 38 weeks and they were full term and healthy and slept in my room and came home with me. And everyone's like, oh, that must've been so much easier to have two instead of three. And I will say the hardest year of my life was the year they were born because I had triplet three-year-olds yes two babies yes of course of course so So, and I and I did think that I thought I could do it by myself I had two Uh arms and I didn't Uh I really didn't want to rely on the team of that I mean for a year I had incredible help and um so I was like I can do this by myself and it was like six weeks into nursing and pumping and Mm -hmm. I was hooked to the pump and I had two babies crying and one of the boys ran out the front door and I'm like, okay, so this is not going to work. Like <laughs> I'm done nursing. I'm done. Like one of my children will die as I'm trying to feed yeah. my baby's breast milk and <laughs> there's one of me and five of them. And yeah. anyway. So. so Kate, talk to us about the logistics. Let's start with the triplets. When the, when the boys were young, how, how do, how do you logistically, do, I'm, you I mean, sleep, sleep feed them. <laughs> yeah. yeah how, just tell, tell us like what, yeah. what it was like the first few weeks of having the triplets. So I will say, I think it was a blessing that I had never had a single 10 before. Oh. So going into it, I just, it was kind of sad because I really did like, I was straight routine. I mean, it was all business. So I had to be, and you have so to be. we had a binder per baby and we had to keep track of their poops and their peas and their eat, eating and how much they ate. And it was like clockwork every three hours. And the triplet moms gave me this like kind of guideline to how to do it. And then also the nurses and um, just said, you have to keep them on the same feeding schedule yeah. in order for them to sleep at the same time so that you can sleep. So it was really yeah. about, almost taking care of me so that I could mm-hmm. take care of like, the oxygen mask theory. Yeah. And all I did was them. So I had no other kids. I did not have a job. I was able to just do them and not that that's easy, but that was my job. And sure. I kind of, I mean, it was a job. So I never got to rock a baby to sleep or anything like that. Cause the minute they went down, I went down and then it, it was really an hour and a half of sleep for three months, like mm. at a time, if that, cause it took about an hour to do the whole feeding, changing, and then get them down. And then I'd pump. Mm. So I, I did breast milk for three months. And okay. then as soon as they started sleeping past the three hour mark, I was like, I can't wake up and pump. I got to get more sleep. Well, that's yeah. a lot of milk so, for three babies. I mean, I don't even think I'd have enough. So, your yeah. body does. It's it does. Amazing. Your body is amazing. Oh that is gosh. one thing I just, I'm in awe yeah. of. So, yeah. yeah. So at what point with the boys, do you feel like you kind of caught your stride? Like, okay, was it the three month mark? Like you said, like, okay, I've got this. I know what I'm doing. I would say about eight months. Mm. I remember about eight months. They were born in August. It was maybe March. 
that I was, we went to St. George for the first time. And that was like a huge deal. I remember packing the whole entire house. Like we brought all three wings and everything. (laughs) My parents were there. And that I remember being like, okay, we can do things. Like we can, we can leave the house. This is exciting. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I would say about eight months. For sure. And then when the girls came, I mean, again, I mean, I don't know why I'm so hung up on logistics, but you've got these three boys hanging around. So hanging around, they live with you. They're your children. They don't hang around. (laughs) So, so did you breastfeed the girls also? Or, or or again, was it like I pumped for a few weeks and then I logistically had to give them breast or formula so that I could keep an eye. Like, how did you do that? Yeah. So like I said, it was about six weeks into the nursing my, my kids were all good nursers and I just said, I just do whatever took, you know, and like whatever worked, I had no, I had zero expectation going into anything. I kind of had the opposite, like mm. expect really nothing. And then anything is great yeah. <laughs> at least with the multiples anyway. And so, um, they were awesome nursers, which I actually really enjoyed. It was like my bonding time one-on-one yes. with them. Mm-hmm. But like I said, when I nurse, I'd still pump to keep my milk supply so the other could have a bottle. The twins, I could nurse together, mm-hmm. but I preferred the one-on-one so I could have sure. that time with them, but they take a while when they're babies, you know? And so, um, I would supplement with formula for sure, but it was that six week mark when the boys were running around, like running out the door and the girls were crying and I was on the pump and I'm like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. So then yeah. I just went to formula and it was fine. It was yeah. great. Yeah. But I would, I mean, with the boys when they were babies, we would make 24, 24 hours worth of bottles. So I want to say that was about 24 bottles because huh. we would make a huge pitcher, combine it with breast milk and formula and make just 24 bottles. So no, 21, seven per baby. Cause that's how many feedings there were every three hours. Right. I think I'm doing the math right. Oh my and gosh. then we'd keep a little mini fridge upstairs and a crock pot full of water to warm the bottles. So I wouldn't have to go down in the night and I just have them all ready. And then I pop them in the crock pot that had warm water in it and let them warm. And that's how we did it. It was crazy. So I think that is so like the things that you moms are always tested mentally, like no matter like how many kids you have. But I think that's what impresses me the most about moms and multiples is you start thinking like you are using all the brain cells. Like you, you have to, you have to use all of them to think efficiently because I would have never thought to put a crock pot upstairs, but, but that is so like, why that's so smart. Why wouldn't you like, right. I don't, I think that's, I think that is so clever of you. That, oh, well, I'm, I'm very impressed. <laughs> you just, it's survival. I mean, really yeah. it's how can we maximize the minutes we have mm-hmm. and so that we can get enough sleep. Mm-hmm. It was really just, and like I said, the, the triplet moms in my life were the ones that were like, okay, this is what you're doing. Like mm. this is how you will survive. Mm-hmm. And they gave me those tips so I can't take credit for it. But. Yeah. Okay. I am curious about this triplet moms group because like you, I've, I've never met anyone with triplets. Have you? Kate's the only one I know. Yeah. So <laughs> how big was or is this Moms of Triplets group in Utah? Yeah. So at the time we lived in Farmington mm-hmm. and I 
I want to say at the time there were like 15, maybe 20 of us. And I want to say, no, I mean, I'm not, I don't lean on that. Like I used to when I, they were little kids. So no, but hundreds <laughs> now. Wow. So it's grown, maybe not hundreds. I should take that back, but definitely a lot more than there were. And wow. yeah. And I, I want to say they're on Facebook. I'm not on Facebook anymore. So I could look it up and get back to you, but yeah, it's grown a lot, but they were, it was awesome because there were moms that had 10-year-old triplets. There was a mom that had triplet identical boys wow. that was spontaneous. Like just the coolest wow. group of eclectic women from all over Utah at different stages with different, you know, two boys and a girl, two girls and a boy, um, some that were a year ahead of me so I could like buy all their things or wow. you, know, you a triplet stroller that is hard to find, like things like that, that it was so great. Yeah. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. That's that resources. Resource. I knew it's the culprit. Yeah. That's so great. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, Kate, as a mom of multiples, we're going to go through um, the hardest part of being a mom of multiples, but also the the best part. So let's just get the, let's get the hardest part out of the way. What has been the hardest part of being a mom or a parent of multiples? Um, It's very intense. Every stage is very intense because you're, Um, for me, figuring out for the first time, three different personalities or two, because now I have boys and girls, they're all five totally different and then it's over. Mm. And so I almost feel like I have one shot Mm. and that's it. And I also feel like their, their needs are so different. Mm. And so I, I remember telling my husband when the girls were four, I just want one baby. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you're crazy. No. <laughs> and he's like, you, and I remember realizing I still have five individual kids, mm-hmm. even though the stages are, they come and go and it feels like almost two kids, like in the sense of stages. Um, I, yeah, definitely feel pulled in a lot of directions at the same time, for instance, like, um, and I will say just their different needs. So the boys right now are in sixth grade and middle school. They're all trying to get into eighth grade math next year. And I have one who is really struggling with the tests and I need to meet his needs while the other two are doing just fine. But then they have different needs in other areas. And I'm trying to navigate this new world of middle school with three different kids that are all in different classes. They don't have one class together. Mm. And um, trying to like, learn I guess at the same time and so I just try to really be involved with them and I'm very fortunate that I don't have to work full-time and so I really am trying to be present with them and I substitute in their schools I don't want to be a helicopter mom but I want to be a part of their life and so I think the best way for me right now to be able to um, meet their needs as individuals is to just stay as present as I can with them and connect with them. And I have one one of the boys in his own room. He needs that. He needs his own space. He's super different than the other two. And the other two do just fine together. So I think hmm. it's just really being attentive to that. So the hardest part, I would say, is meeting their needs as individuals, which is like any mom of five. I mean, it's yeah. just that mine are all the same age. Almost. You kind of want to group them together. <laughs> even though they're not, even though you yeah. can't group them together, you kind of want to, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And honoring that. Cause they do, I mean, I'm very, uh, another thing, very lucky. They're really good friends, 
even though they would say they're probably not, but they are. They hang out together. They play basketball. I mean, they're on the same team, luckily, and all that stuff. But then to say, like, yeah, you do need some one-on-one time and give them that so they're not clumped together always. And I actually never refer to them as triplets and twins. I refer to them as the boys and the girls. Mm. But so when people are like, oh, triplets and twins, like even this caught me off guard because I was like, oh, yeah, I have triplets and twins. Like to me, they're just individual kids that are the same age. Yeah, that's very cool. Very cool. So what's been what's been kind of the best part, the best part of being a mom on multiples? That they have built in best friends. Mm. They really do. And we moved a lot. We've lived in Amsterdam. We've lived in Texas. We've lived a lot of places. And I tell them all the time I'm like you guys always have each other like every the boys have been to seven different schools and they I don't think they they don't realize it because their best friends are always with them but as I talk to other individuals that have moved a lot they're like yeah I my kids really struggle going to new Mm. schools going to new environments because they are the only one and they have to make friends we've heard that before from a lot of other parents I think actually the other parents we interviewed yeah with multiples, they've all said the the friendship, the bond yeah, that they the all have, the connection yeah. is the sweetest mm-hmm. part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that a lot. Yeah. So, Kate, is there any advice that you would give or share to parents who may be might be expecting multiples or who have multiples? Oh, I yes, I would say get help, mm. hire babysitters you're not a bad mom for having, I would, I would hire a girl down the street to come eat dinner with me. Cause my husband was an accountant and he had busy season from January to May. And I just needed, I just needed a lot of help. You need yeah. a lot of help and it's okay to have babysitters or take breaks and just go to the mall and walk around by yourself. Like give yourself permission to still be you mm. because I, And I guess that's for any mom, but it's intense with multiples. And I think there were plenty of days that I just was like, I can't do this. This is, I, (laughs) why do I have all these kids? Like, I just felt really, I don't know, just, I guess not capable. And so, um, I would just encourage all moms to take time for themselves and to, to be okay with that. And it will especially young kids, like that stage is gone for me now. Mm. I don't get babysitter anymore. <laughs> and so it, it will end and, and it goes fast. I know everyone says that, but it does. It's but crazy. It, but everyone says it for a reason. Now yeah. that we're there, we're like, Oh yeah, we get it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, and then, and then our last question is, uh, is there any, for those of us that don't have multiples, what should we not be asking? Because, you know, even oh. as people like I have four kids, you have Megan has four kids. And, you know, okay. even when we're at the grocery store and people are like, you got your hands full. It's like, okay, no, duh. Right. Like, <laughs> thanks. So like, what if people said that you're like, you know, we should stop asking this question, educate us on what we should not be saying. I, I guess I always put myself in their shoes because like I said, I had never met triplets. So when people are like triplets, how did that happen? Mm. (laughs) I, that's just like a gut instinct. Like I would have probably said the same thing, you know, had I never met triplets. And so I just give them grace. I'm like, it's not a big deal. And, and that's a question you get asked a lot. And 
you know, sometimes I say something snarky back, depending on who it is. I'm like, you really want to know, huh? Mm. You know, whatever. Mm. but I, I am an open book because I, people are just curious. They, they mean well, you know, so mm. I don't mind telling them that I did fertility and a lot of people have to do that now. And, mm-hmm. and my story, I'm totally open to that. So honestly, I, I guess your tone, as long as your tone is like, positive and happy and upbeat. I, I remember one kid I was in target and I had, he was a kid. So I'm like, you're fine, Betty. But he literally looked at me with disgust and said, how did that happen? Like, oh. I'm so sorry. Oh. I think when people say they're sorry or like, oh. oh my gosh, that must be like the worst. And I'm like, what? No, like this is like the jackpot. Like oh, I yeah. struggled and got five babies. I, oh, yeah. I could not be more lucky and yeah. more grateful. So I'll respond like that, but yeah. that's very rare. Like yeah. that's usually most people are really nice. So you are so funny. Yeah. See when, uh, when someone else we interviewed, she, her husband's like, it was the most efficient way to have kids. That's probably how I'd respond. I'd be like, are you kidding me? I'm being efficient. That's what yeah. I'm doing here. Yeah. Yeah. Way to I go know. girl. Wow. Yeah. We are so grateful that you would spend time with us tonight and share your story with us those kids are just beautiful if it's okay with you we'd love to share your family's picture on our stories when we post this yeah this it's just what you're doing is marvelous it really is same with you guys i'm not that's the other thing i will say i feel like people will say oh you're wonder woman you know and i'm like to me two different ages like five separate pregnancies that is wonder woman four separate pregnancies i had to go through too so Mm. I don't know. You guys are the Wonder Woman. Like, well, for, so I think that just shows the type of people that we all are. Ever, yeah. Everyone is doing a great job. And just yeah. having kids and raising kids in today's world, yeah. ever, everyone's doing, doing the best we can. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Kate, I appreciate it. Thank you again, Kate. Good Talk night. to you later. Okay. Yeah. Bye. Okay. Bye. Okay. That was just, I have learned so much. Megan, I have learned so much, and I feel like I want to have multiples. I don't know if I am capable, frankly. Oh, well, if we've learned anything, it's that you would be capable because yeah. every single mom yeah. well, didn't really have a choice. Yeah. And you would do so well if you were put in that position, too. You can do it. Yeah. You can rise to the occasion. You can get it done. At this point, though, wouldn't it be an absolute riot if I had – I'm done having kids. But if <laughs> I had more kids, because if I had twins or multiples, I would go from four to six. I think that's what scares me the most Yeah, is that, like, if you already have four kids, you're like, let's go for one more. And then you get, like, twins or triplets. You're like, holy – I'm seven. <laughs> it's like, how did that happen, right? That's what yeah. – that's the most unnerving thing to me. But, yeah. man, wouldn't that be so fun? Yeah. No. Was there any – did you ever have any interest in having multiples? Well, I mean, interest, but like, it, well, yeah, interest. Uh, no, no, not at all. No, I think one at a time was just what I needed, hmm. actually. I think it's amazing. I grew up with sets of twins. I think twins, tra- it's really such a cool experience. And listening to each of these moms mm-hmm. was so eye-opening. And did it have me almost in tears multiple times? Mm-hmm. Yes. But I love that for them. Mm-hmm. I think we all get exactly what we need. That's very well said. We better just end right there because that's very, very well said. We all get exactly what we need. Yep. I love that. Well, with that being said, let's put the baby to bed. Put the babies to bed. Put the babies to bed. All of them. Please take a minute to rate, review, comment, leave us some feedback or love. We'll take whatever you have for us because we love you and appreciate you. Be a friend to everyone. Bye.